Welcome to the Invivo Project podcast, where we talk about real world, real life experiences that empower men to embrace vulnerability so they can live life to the fullest. My name is Eric Payton. I'm your host. And today I'm excited to announce that this is my first solo episode, episode number 14, which is entitled Embracing the Process. And I really just wanted to recap, honestly, the last year of what, what I've been doing, which is this new project around really taking what I've done for the past 14 years and making it to where it's not only for people with addiction and mental health, but actually reaching just the every average day person to help really make their life better, identify things that aren't working and that's what I've been doing for the past year. And for those that don't know, this really came about after I lost my brother. Uh, back in 2021, he committed suicide. And obviously being in that field, this field, that was a big deal for me and really prompted me to want to help more people. And so what really transpired is after taking some time away from doing what I was doing and really deciding if I wanted to even continue doing this anymore, I really came to the conclusion that yes, this is what I've been called to do. This is what I want to do. And so the first thing I did was really get in touch with some guys and really get connected and not only just connected with guys in general, but guys that were on the same page that really wanted to help people. And so over the past year, we've been working and I've been mentoring them. And honestly, I say I'm mentoring them, but they've been mentoring me just as much as I've been mentoring them. And we've really just had the common goal of, hey, we've got pure hearts. We want to help people. And it's a passion for us. And that's what we've been doing over this last year, which has brought me to the podcast. We started this podcast because we knew we needed to, if we were going to reach mainstream people, we needed to be doing stuff on the internet, i.e. social media. So, you know, this podcast is, again, this is the 14th episode and I've been wanting to do a solo episode, but for whatever reason, it's been hard for me to want to sit down and do just an episode with myself. And I think the point in telling you this is, is that I want to encourage whoever's out there listening, if there's something that you've been wanting to do and you haven't done it yet, let this be the conversation that sparks you to just jump in and do whatever it is that you've been wanting to do that you've been putting off because you're afraid that maybe you'll fail. You're afraid that maybe people think, who is this person trying to do this? Or you're just, you just you're stuck for some reason. You can't even figure out what, why you're not doing what you're doing. And, you know, for me, that has been uh, something that I've been passionate about is really helping people tell their stories and really helping people embrace who they truly are and what they truly want to do with their lives. You know, and I, uh, 
you know, just by starting this podcast, there's a statistic out there that says there's 2 million podcasts. And out of those 2 million podcasts, 25% of the people that start quit after the first episode. And then even a higher number, 60% quit after 10 episodes or less. So I think for me, it was really, it's been encouraging to look at that, especially on the days where I'm having a day, like, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? It reminds me that I'm already ahead of 60% of the people out there just by being over the 10 episode mark and that I do have a purpose. I do have a reason for doing this, which again is to help more people. And, you know, I was thinking, even though I've only been doing the podcast for three months and well, not even, yeah, three months, it's just been three months that we've done it again, 14th episode. I had to remind myself that I've been doing the mental health addiction and wellness stuff for 14 years and that there has been some ups and downs. And honestly, I was thinking when I first got into the mental health and addiction field, it was out of desperation. I was at a point where I'd just been married. Uh, I was, was a personal trainer. That's what I had done to put myself through college. I had my degree and I was looking for a new job. But I waited to the point to where I didn't have a choice. The economy had taken a downturn and I was looking, putting my resume out and out of the blue, I get a call from a treatment center that's like, hey, we want you to come be our wellness director. And my first thought was the very thing I was asking for that I wanted to do. I immediately went to, I don't know if I can do this or not. And the reality of it is, is I think a lot of people get that feeling of, I just don't know if I can do this. And so I'm telling you this story because after four interviews of trying to get this job, I get the call and they say, hey, we want to hire you. And man, here again, that feeling of being an imposter, even though I had tons of experience, not maybe directly experience with doing working with mental health and addiction, but I'd been doing the wellness stuff for a very long time since 1993. And so I I remember I was driving to work and I was crossing over a lake and there was these two bridges and the closer I got, the higher my anxiety got. And I remember after the second bridge, I pulled my Toyota 4Runner over to the side of the road and had a panic attack, which is a fancy way of saying that I broke down crying in my car and it was everything inside of me not to call the treatment center and say, hey, this is not going to work out and make up some kind of excuse. But I allowed myself to feel those feelings I got back on the road, made it to the job that day, and really, honestly, that was a pivotal point in my career because I got in, started doing it, I jumped in, I asked for help, I did all the things that you should do when you're, when you're, 
when you're overwhelmed by something. And it really turned out to be probably one of the best experiences of my life because I was surrounded by people who had tons of experience and that really took me under their wing. And I tell people, I got a world-class education and mental health addiction and, and the wellness piece as well. Even though I had experience, I was gaining more experience from being there and working with literally thousands of people. And not only was I getting a free education, I was getting paid to do it. And that really led to me realizing that there was more for me. And I had always known that in my heart that I wanted to do more of what I was doing and I wanted to be helping more people. But again, I let that voice of self-doubt come in and really mess with my head. And so, you know, five years later after working there, um, again, if I'm being honest, out of desperation because the treatment center I was working for got bought out by another treatment center and they really didn't want a wellness director. So I was actually pushed out of that job and into what I'm doing right now, which caused me to start the InVivo project. And I think I tell you that again because... I want to encourage you, don't wait for that ins- that desperation before you do the change. I, I really think people change for two reasons, either inspiration or desperation. And I want my story, my two stories, my two examples of desperation to inspire you to step out and do that thing that you're wanting to do. And I think, you know, for me... Starting the InVivo project back in 2015, you know, which has been an eight year journey has been really, it's been life changing. Um, And I was thinking today, or actually the other day of all the things that I've been through over this past eight years, and I actually reached out to some of my very first clients, not only to remind them, but to remind myself how much progress I've made over these last eight years. And by being able and a willing to help other people, it's actually helped me and put me in this spot where I'm sitting in front of a camera in my living room, having a solo podcast, celebrating episode number 14, talking about embracing the process and realizing that difficulties in life really lead to positive changes if you sit in them long enough to allow those positive things to come along. And so some of the biggest things that I'm taking from from these past experiences is to not allow myself to get into those areas of desperation and really look for inspiration. And some of the biggest things that have worked for me over this past year are telling my story. You know, I have two episodes, Behind the Curtain, number one, and Behind the Curtain, part two, that really I kind of, for the first time ever, dive into my story and really embrace the things that have happened to me in my lifetime, not as looking at those as negative things, but really looking at those to 
that those situations and circumstances that happened to me have shaped me to be the person I am and to be able to do the things that I do and help the people that I help. Uh, the other thing is, is having a vision. So I really want to encourage you to, you know, we're at the end of the year here, which is a great time to reflect on the past year and then to look towards the new year. And part of having a vision is not just having a vision and keeping it up here. And I'm guilty of it too. I was actually just talking to one of my coaches this week and we were almost bragging about the point that we didn't need to write stuff down. And so I want to dispel that myth, that myth. And I also want to encourage you to not only have a vision for what it is you want to do, but actually write it down. Because when you write that stuff down, it becomes real. Uh, I've actually installed a chalkboard in my living room where I can write stuff down and it forces me to look at it on a daily basis. And I, 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 I can't tell you it's, it's only been a couple of days, but just by having that stuff up on the chalkboard really makes a huge difference. So have a vision, write it down. The other thing is accountability. I've been blessed with some great guys in my life, about a handful of them, and if you don't have good accountability partners, that is something else that I think without question is non-negotiable. These guys that are in my life are people that I can pick up the phone and talk to literally about anything. And they probably know me better than even my own family, which is, it's been liberating to be able to have those types of relationships and just have that vulnerability, which is the next thing that I'll talk about is just the vulnerability of being able to just be you. And for so long, I think I was putting on at least a partial mask of who I really was because I wanted to to maybe fit in or please somebody. But I've really just come to the point not only in my personal life, but with my business is that, hey, listen, I want to be my true authentic self. I don't want to be who you think I should be or who you think or who I think I think you think I should be. I just want to be me. And for me, that has been something that has been liberating. And it's really propelled me forward just to say, hey, Whoever's going to be around me is going to know the real Eric, the real me, and they're going to they're going to want to be around me cuz they really know who they're who they're who they're around. So I hope that makes sense. And uh you know the last thing is is that I really hope that these podcasts that we've recorded have come through that we're really passionate about helping people, really passionate about helping you embrace your story, and then also rewriting your story to look like what you want it to look like. And that's really, for me, the core mission behind what we've been doing over this past year and specifically over the last three months with the podcast. You know, I had the opportunity to meet with a production team and do all the fancy 
stuff of coming up with strategic marketing plan to try to reach more people. And I honestly walked away from that meeting and I said, you know what? That's not me. That's not what I'm about. I'm not going to get wrapped up in how many likes or how many followers. You know, for me at the end of the day, if I can reach one person and really truly impact their life, then that's enough for me because I've personally seen that over the years, over the last eight years of doing what I'm doing. When I really truly have somebody that buys into the process and trusts me to help them get where they want to be, man, their life changes radically. And then the people they affect from there is... I, I, you, you don't know how many people that affects. And I hear it all the time from people that because of something that happened in their life and how they were able to change as a result of working with me, it's affected generations and generations of people. So I just want you to know that we're, we're going to keep our same team. I wholeheartedly believe that I work with one of the best camera guys in the Dallas area and maybe in the country. Uh, He's amazing. His name's Clark. If you want his information, reach out. I'll get it to you. He does all kinds of filming stuff, pictures, that kind of stuff. But I just wanted to give him a shout out. I also wanted to give uh, our coaches a shout out. We're really excited for what's coming in 24. We are going to get a little bit more strategic because I really just want to highlight what these guys are about. And for me, you know, I've had coaches in the past, but this time around, it's been different because I've here again, like it's, I want a group of guys that are vulnerable that don't, not only I can be vulnerable with, but they can be vulnerable with me. And it's been a, it's been a beautiful thing. So I really just want to highlight what they're doing and what their strong points are and let you hear more and more of their stories. And, and my hope is, is that you hear some something from one of them and you connect and then that's the person that you want to work with, work with, you know, because there's 7 billion people on the planet. There's plenty of people out there. And the, the other thing that we're doing is we do have a wellness assessment. It's going to be a free wellness assessment. You'll be able to take it online. The results will directly come to you. And then you'll have an option to work with a coach for a free session for them to go over the results and to talk about your strengths and your weaknesses and to see if there's a way that you want to maybe work with a coach. Uh, And then the last thing I'm excited about is we have a clinical psychologist on board. Her name's Dr. Amy Anderson. Here again, I believe I've been working with Dr. Anderson since 2010, so the past 13 going on 14 years. And she really does have an amazing knack for working with people and helping them get unstuck. But probably one of the biggest things I hear from people is, Eric, I wish I could afford counseling. So I hear you loud and clear out there. What we're trying to do with Dr. Anderson is to come up with a program that's affordable for everybody. So we're working with some different options. I'm personally going through that program myself. I'm about halfway through the 12-week program. And that's kind of what I've been unlocking the first part of of it was behind the curtain one and behind the curtain part two. So again, if you want to hear some of that, not only some of my own personal story, but kind of 
unfolding what the program is going to look like. Go back and listen to that. And then we're going to have a new episode coming up probably uh, at the first of the year that's kind of unleashing the second part. So in closing, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening. Believe you me, it's not lost on me. The people that have reached out and told me that they've enjoyed the podcast. It means the world to me. So if you know somebody who maybe could benefit from the stuff that we're doing, please forward it to them. Like us, follow us. It's not about the likes. It's not about the follows. But if it is something truly that you enjoy, we'd love to let you in on what we're doing on a weekly basis. Uh you can find us at theinvivoproject.com on social media at theinvivoproject.com. And then my personal social media account is Eric underscore Peyton. So thank you again for listening. We hope to see you again soon. Take care.